Well, listen, listen, why don't you start uh, helping us out in the kitchen? All right. Uh, you can start by sticking your face in, 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 in the freezer and making us some ugly things. <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you might be. It's me, your pal, Junkman, back to annoy your asses with the Junkman radio program. That's right, Junkman radio. Welcome to it, kids. Yes, I'm going to save your soul with rock and roll and a whole lot more, as the jocks used to say back in the day. That's right, baby. Going to give it up. Save your soul. (laughs) Welcome to the program. It's going to be fun. It's hotter than fuck in here, and I love it. Coming to you live from Doll Hut Studios in beautiful Anaheim, California. Your one-stop shopping place for recording and rehearsal rooms and lockouts available. And, of course, podcasting and fun things like that. So, welcome to it, kids. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful day with lots of tunes to play for you. Lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, Interesting week. There's been a lot of stuff going on in terms of uh, beginnings and endings and things like that. Uh, Would like to talk about, well, man, right off the bat, I found out this afternoon that uh, one of my old hero DJs, a guy by the name of Dan Ingram, who used to be on WABC in New York, when I was a kid, I used to listen to Dan all the time. He was awesome. Just really, he was one of those guys that he combined humor, and he made me want to be a, with, you know, obviously a great voice and a whole lot of other things. He really, he could, he could sell up a song like nobody's business. He was great. He was one of the old school DJs in New York, and WABC was huge on the AM band. And you can always, you know, every time I, I, I think of that station and that time in the early 70s when I was first really listening to radio and getting into it and realizing, wow, I want to do that someday. And I did. Dan was one of the guys that I would listen to. And you would hear him everywhere because he would go to the beach. And that's when transistor radios were really big. And uh, it was all about, uh, you hear him like 
you know, you hear the time delay and everything because, you know, everybody's tuned into the same station. WABC in New York was huge. And uh, you hear it coming out of a thousand different transistor radios <laughs> of all different kinds of volumes over, of course, the screaming kids and the fathers. Hey, get out of the water. Hey, you've been in there too long. And the mothers, ah, you got to wait a half an hour before you go in the water. So that was, uh, that was going to the beach for me back then. <laughs> now I live by the beach. It's a lot better. But anyway, I just before I go off on a huge tangent, which I'm known to do, uh, I would really like to acknowledge Dan Ingram who passed away today. I believe he was 83 years old. And he was, uh, he was quite a guy. But uh, a hell of a DJ influence for a lot of people, including myself. So, anyway, got that out of the way. I need to rock. I definitely need to rock. And so do you. That's why you're listening. So let's do it. Start out with one of my faves, little Speed King. Now, this is the Roger Glover remix of Speed King from Deep Purple's In Rock. LP. That's right. Check it out. Speed King, Deep Purple, Junk Man Radio. Welcome to it.
What you broadcasting, baby? Junk Band Radio. And a little Stevie Ray Vaughan right there. You like that? Love it. Baby! Miss that man in a big way. He's uh, the master blaster, the Stratocaster, that's for sure. He was uh, he was something else. If you ever got a chance to see Stevie Ray Vaughan, you know what I'm talking about. For those that don't, well, hey, there you go. There's a prime example of why he was so badass. And what a killer band, too. Oh my God! Tommy Shannon on the bass, Chris Whipperlayton on the on the drums. That's right, and a little uh, keyboards there too as well. A little B three, which I featured all the way through that set right there. The B three Hammond B three organ over there too. But uh, oh man, loving it! <laughs> I played that song in an old blues band that I was in when I was drumming for a while. And I always love that song, just to be able to sing soul to soul, soul to soul. Didn't have uh, the keyboards low in that band, but uh, Reese Winans is the guy on the on the on the keys on that one. Man, I'm telling you, he just wore that sucker out. Say what? What you talk about, Willis? All right, it's Junk Band here with Junk Band Radio. Uh, what did we do before uh, Stevie? Let's look at the chart over here. Ah, the Charlatans. Ah, the Charlatans, who are also known, I believe, as the Charlatans UK because of some stupid copyright thing. But uh, that was called The Only One I Know and featured some killer P3 organ on that, which was cool because, you know, that was like during the 1990s when that record came out. And it had a lot of, you know, that whole, I think it was Manchester was a part of, England that uh, was producing a, a, a lot of bands that were really hip. And that one right there I really loved because it had a B3 organ in it, which is one of those things I just, I, I love the sound of those things. Throughout, of course, the rotating Leslie speaker. You used to see those a lot back in the day. A roadie's nightmare was, the, was that, was uh, those Leslie B3 speakers because they could always... You know, if you hit it wrong, the thing would go out of whack. And then, of course, the Hammond B3 organ weighed a ton. So they were a big pain in the ass. Three Dog Night and Family of Man. I believe uh, Jimmy Greenspoon, I think, was their keyboard player in that band. But they had a great, great backing band. And I loved Three Dog Night all through the early 70s. When I was a kid, I used to listen to them a lot. Again, I went back to my last break. And I was talking about the late Dan Ingram who passed away today. And uh, he used to play, man, all, all during those 1970s when, uh, the early 70s when, 
Three Dog Night was was big. I was listening to a lot of AM radio back then, and that's what I, you know, they had, what, about 10, 12 hits at least, and you could hear that, so. I'm just babbling, but hey, it's my show, okay? Just thinking back. Hopefully I can entertain you guys with some of my thoughts, because a lot of you guys have them as well. But anyway, that featured a great uh, that featured a great Hammond B3 organ solo in there too as well. All the way through, just kind of drove that whole song. I loved it. Love it. Uh, Deep Purple started things out with the Roger Glover remix of Speed King from their In Rock record of, I believe, 1970 when that came out. It features the great uh, Ian Gillen, the lineup of Ian Gillen and uh, Richie Blackmore, the late great John Lord on the on the keys on there, of course, Hammond B3, big time, absolutely. Uh, Ian Pace, my drum god, just ripping it up, and of course, uh, Roger Glover on the bass. So, man, good stuff. That's why I'm here. That's why I bring it to you. It's Junk Band Radio. I hope you're having an, uh, a fun time just listening to these tunes and going, dude, I love that. All right. Well, that means everything to me if it does. Hey, it was announced today that uh, our good friend Sammy Hagar, who, uh, you know, the Red Rocker himself, is throwing a beach bash where I live. That's right. <laughs> Which is kind of cool. I love it. It's, uh, it's going to be in Huntington Beach, California on October 6th. And that's where I live in Huntington Beach, California. And it's going to be great because he's throwing a, it's going to be him and he's got a bunch of friends coming with him, including the great Joe Satriani, his uh, bandmate in Chickenfoot. Jason Bonham is, is Sammy's drummer. I don't know whether you guys have been watching Sammy Hagar's road trip show on TV or not, but uh, the fact that he's got Jason Bonham in the band playing with him is just, uh, wow. And, of course, Michael Anthony, former friendly from Van Halen, and Vic Johnson on guitar. But, I mean, he's going to be joined by a lot of friends at this big, big-ass beach party on October 6th in Huntington Beach, California, along with, uh, again, Joe Cetriani and, uh, I believe, Vince Neal and a few other folks, as well as Ario Speedwagon and uh, some other bands. But the tickets go on sale this week. Uh, today is the 25th of June, so figure that out if you're listening to it at, uh, you know, anywhere near the date that I'm broadcasting. Just know that. This is 2018, by the way. <laughs> if you happen to be listening this next year, don't go out to your telephones and try to buy tickets for the Beach Bash, okay? All right, just making sure. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, Sammy is always a blast, you know? God, that guy's 70 years old, and you would never know it. He's, uh, he's one of those dudes that's just got so much energy and always kicks ass whenever he hits a stage and just has fun. And the guy is, you know, loaded to the gills. He's got more money than God now. <laughs> but knows how to have fun with it, you know? Hey, God bless you, Sammy. You're the man, the red rocker himself. So what do you say? We uh, played a little Sammy. Why not? Huh? Get into it. Get into the whole scene of things you know it's i was at the beach today it was cooling out in the beautiful pacific ocean today you know just loving it and uh having my own personal beach bash you know so anyway we're gonna get into some sammy this one's called high hopes one of the ones that i love from his solo career check this out it just rocks it's junk band radio with sammy hagar the red rocker another dream goes up in the smoke
Radio. Didn't he just absolutely do the greatest songs, man? That's Brian Adams. I love Brian Adams. You know what? I could say that every day of the week. I love what he does. And that one right there is a uh, just a really, really cool tune from his Get Up album, one of his latest. I believe it might be his latest. But I saw that tour, and I really, really enjoy what he does with a, with a melody and a bridge. He just writes great bridges and always really does it. I don't know whether he wrote that song or not. I'm pretty sure he did. But it's a great production, by the way, from Jeff Lynn, who you remember from uh, Electric Light Orchestra and producing the Traveling Wilburys, Beatles, all kinds of things Jeff Lynn has done. And I, I played the last couple of songs for both Je- Jeff Lynn productions. But that one right there, Brian Adams, that song just gets me. I don't know. I was going through a bunch of stuff when that record came out really identified with it. It's just, uh, you know, it's just one of those songs. You know, you always have one of those songs in you at all times. When you hear it, it just brings you right to that place, and that's the beauty of a good song. And Brian Adams has many of them. All right. Joe Walsh before that, another one of my favorite artists of all time. Just a cool guy. And that song right there from his latest album, which was called Analog Man, is just so honest. That's what I've always loved about Joe Walsh. He's very transparent. You could, he's so he just he wears everything right there on his sleeve, and you can read it. And he, he writes about it and sings about it so honestly. And just incredible guitar player, as you know. He's put out so many great records, and of course, dude, he's in the Eagles. Enough said, okay. <laughs> but that song is all about him getting sober because he was a legendary party man for years. I mean, that guy would do anything. You know, he's the guy famous for cutting holes in the walls of the hotel with a chainsaw and fun things like that. I remember going to an event one time at a bowling alley, and he showed up in a limousine which had a lift kit on it. It was like a four-wheel drive lift kit on a limousine, which was kind of cool, and that was his ride. (laughs) But that song was called One Day at a Time, and for anybody that uh, has been having troubles with the demon alcohol, that's a that's a, that's a really really cool tune to uh, to think about if you're if you're going through things. It's one day at a time. It's basically what it's all about. So that's the uh, the motto that they use when people get sobered up. And we've all known many that you know either did it by choice or by the law <laughs> or by <laughs> doctor's orders or all the above. You know, you never know. Uh, the mighty lemon drops preceded that and that's a band that well i don't know maybe a lot of people don't know about but i'd like to send that out to my buddy cookie boy because he he really really he knows who they are (laughs) my buddy has a band that's been around orange county where i live forever called echo love chamber they're a they're a cover band and they're always like big on uh whatever's cool and new or whatever like that and that song goes back to about i think about 1984 85 and I remember he was playing that song in his band. And uh, 
I always loved that song. And he and I would seem to be the only people that knew it. <laughs> so, dude, that one's for you if you're listening to the show, which I hope you are. And the guys are uh, still rocking every night in Orange County. Everybody go see uh, Echo Love Chamber. Great band that's been together for about 30-some-odd years, you know, together as a trio. And they just kick ass and play all kinds of cool tunes. I've been known to sit in with them, too, every now and then. But uh, got to give them props. Uh, the Red Rockers. I played that because of uh, I played Sammy Hagar before that, of the Red Rocker himself. But this was a band that came out again during the 80s, and it was one of those one-hit wonder kind of bands. But a great song called China. And think of how, you know, right up to date that song would be right now <laughs> with all the things going on with, uh, I don't know, I don't get political, but you know you know what I'm talking about. A lot of stuff happening with China, but it's a great song by the Red Rockers. Great stuff. All right, I'm great stuff, I think. Anyway, at least I have my own show. This is why I'm here. I'm playing you tunes that, uh, that I really hope you love, cause from all from my collection. And uh, I love to be able to play this stuff, because you, know, you really don't get a chance to listen to a lot of this music anymore. And it's stuff that I really, really, really am passionate about, and I love, and I hope that you guys are as well. I know you're out there. People have been saying for years, you know, man, we just need this and we need that. Here it is. It's right here. Junkman Radio right here at Doll Hut Studios in Anaheim. You are one-stop shopping, my friends, for rehearsal rooms and recording and podcasting. And, you know, we did a photo shoot here the other night with my girlfriend's band, which was awesome, you know, so you can do that. Photographers, we got a studio set up for you with a green screen and everything you need, you know. It's got everything right here, right next to the legendary Doll Hut in Anaheim, which is a, a, a club that's been there forever. Long, long, long time. Many, many, uh, many, many punk and rockabilly bands played there and are still playing there with a lot bigger format of stuff. Just like Junk Band Radio. You get it? See where that all ties in? Good, good, good. All right, we're going to get going. Some more uh, tunes that I love that I hope you love too. This is another guy that uh, he wrote a great song. He always wrote a great song. This one is one of my favorites. It was a big hit when I was a kid around 72 or so. It's called I'm on Fire. We're talking about the Dwight Twilly Band. Crank this up. It's Junk Band Radio.
Junkman Radio. Doing a little daydreaming today, man, that's for sure. One of those days, man, it's summertime in Southern California. And that's uh, just the way it is, right? Oh, look at that. Went right into Wouldn't It Be Nice. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> little, uh, little mix up right there, but hey, why not? It's nothing wrong with that. A little Beach Boys there. California dreaming. Yep, I was doing a little daydreaming today, as a matter of fact. Here it is. It's summertime. I live in Southern California. Minutes from the, uh, the best beach in the world, as far as I'm concerned. And there I was, you know, had a nice workout. Went over to the beach after that, jumped in the ocean for a little bit. And just was thinking back of when I was a kid and just what I always wanted to do. And this is exactly what I'm doing now, you know, living the life, as you would say. And very, very happy about that. Loving every second of it. The state of California 
as so many people are bitching and whining and complaining about it, to me, it's freaking paradise, okay? And it always has been from the minute I first saw it on television when I was a little kid. And it's a great story that I could talk about it if I want to. I've talked about it with so many people, I just feel like it's an old story now. But in a nutshell, I was watching TV with my brother and sister when I was a kid on a very, very cold and rainy day in New York, as it always was, as far as I was concerned. And seeing a band on the beach with people smiling, a guy interviewing the band, and just the general consensus to me was that it was a happy place to be. And I said, that's where I want to go. And of course, you know, oh, you're never going to go there. And... Lo and behold, I, I saved up and I went and I moved to uh, Southern California at the beach in, uh, when I was 20. And I've been here happy ever since in the same town, loving it. And funny that YouTube has, has arisen in the last number of years because the show that I was watching was called Where the Action Is. And there was a bunch of bands on the beach. And I found the episode that I was looking for that I had seen. And it had Paul Revere and the Raiders on it. And the animals, the animals singing uh, a song on the beach. And everyone, all these girls around and all these people and people surfing and everything like that. And I found out that that episode was filmed exactly where I'm living in Huntington Beach, California, the first beach that I saw in California. and said, this is where I want to be. So how cool is that for a story, you know? It all comes around. But I found that episode that I was watching when I was like six years old. <laughs> and that's the one that inspired me. And of all the places to, to end up, I, I ended up on that exact same beach. So I was thinking about that particular song, California Dreamin', when I was in the ocean today. And, of course, you know, the Beach Boys version of it, which is a great version of that. I love that record. Uh, it's got... Roger McGuinn from The Birds playing the 12-string guitar on that. So if that's, that chimey guitar sounds very familiar, it's a 12-string Rick that, uh, Rickenbacker that, uh, that uh, Roger McGuinn was so famous for playing. But just a great version of that song. The Bangles. Yes, I played the Bangles, folks. And the Bangles are just a lovely band in a lot of ways. They've just got the most beautiful harmonies, and they're nice girls. They're just awesome people. And they wrote this great song called Glitter Years, which I always thought should have been one of their biggest hits. But it was all about, again, the glitter years of the early 70s when everybody was into Bowie and, you know, T-Rex and all that really cool stuff. And it's all about a little saga of a guy named Billy that was, uh, that was, I guess, killed in a car accident while listening to David Bowie back in the day. But uh, a great song from the Bangles called Glitter Years. Uh, another one that I was inspired of today, there was a Facebook post that I was reading, and uh, I was talking with a friend of mine yesterday. I uh, one of my one of the many things that I do with my life is I'm a reverend, and I I can do marriages and funerals and things like that. And I married a couple of people yesterday, and they were very happy. They were psyched. They had this great wedding. It was a rock and roll wedding, and they wanted me, yours truly, junk man, to be the officiant. And I said absolutely. So I did, and they were thrilled, and they had a great time. And my butt, I was you know, talking about it, I guess, on Facebook or somebody had posted you know, something with my picture on it. And my buddy Matt reminded me that I had also officiated over a funeral of a dear friend of ours by the name of Brett Walker, who was an incredible musician, wrote these great songs, and Matt played on them. 
and a few other friends of mine played on him, and I I, I was asked to emcee his his um, r- memorial service that they had a number of years, and it was on the exact spot where I did the wedding yesterday. This place in Long Beach, California, called the Gas Lamp, which is an awesome place, and. Uh, so I played some Brett's music. Brett Walker is his name. And the song was called Give Me Back Tomorrow. And it's just a really, really dreamy song with great harmonies, great hooks, and just really cool stuff that really was, was about that. And our, my buddy Brett was a good guy, just a really good guy from Oklahoma. And he came out here seeking his fortune in music. And he found it, you know. He put out some great songs and uh, unfortunately passed away a few years ago. And But of... Uh, his wife had asked me to uh, to emcee his his memorial service, and I said absolutely. But uh, that song right there just kind of brings me back, and it's called "Give Me Back Tomorrow." And I hope you guys liked it. If you're hearing it for the first time, you know, let me know, <laughs> and you like it. <laughs> I think it's great music, and I think uh, the record's very timely. Started out with Dwight Twilly with "I'm on Fire," just one of those songs that'll get you fired up when you're ready to go out, you know, and you. Just you got your duds on. You're ready to go to whatever destination that it is that you're going to. And uh, you know, I play something like that, and I just love it. I just uh, there's so many songs that can get me fired up for that, and I'll play quite a few of them right here on the show. So why not? You know, <laughs> that's what it's for. Uh, just to get you fired up. You know, the, the power of music is good for that because you know you hear a certain song and it just gets the adrenaline going. Like this next song that I'm going to play is uh, got an attitude for that, too, for certain things. To me, this is the ultimate freeway song. You start up the car, you get on the freeway, you hit the gas, and it's Joe Satriani flying in a blue dream. It's Junk Band Radio.
Junkman Radio. Hey, you fired up yet? That ought to do it. Right there, huh? Yes, Uriah Heep with Easy Living going back to the early 70s with that particular cut. The band in uh, another formation are still around, even though most of the guys on that record are dead. Yep, that's the truth. But Mick Box, guitar player Mick Box, is still around. I was on a rock and roll cruise to the Bahamas a few years ago, and Mick was on the on the ship with us. So he's a very, very, very nice fella. Very, very cool guy. And, uh, yeah, he played guitar on that record. So unbelievable. Still around. And uh, carrying on the name of uh, Uriah Heep. David Byron, the old singer in that band, that one that was on that particular track, was a, a, a really, really, I loved that band. At one time, they were just, you know, anything British with big sound and big keyboards and all the rest of that stuff. Just really, really got me going at one point in my life. It still does, absolutely. But uh, that was the stuff when I was uh, when I was a lad. <laughs> Who me, Junk Man, your buddy, your pal, hanging out with you guys on a beautiful, beautiful day uh, at Junk Man Radio live here at Doll Hut Studios in lovely Anaheim, California. It's summertime, as I mentioned, in Southern California. There's no place better to be, as far as I'm concerned. I love it here. Paradise for me. And many more. Uh, man, what did we do before that? Let me look at my log here. Uh, yeah, my log. 
and uh, <laughs> did Black Sabbath, another one to fire you up with Neon Nights from that uh, from that release from 1980, and Ronnie James Dio, my late pal, on the vocals on there, and the first time we'd heard him hook up with Black Sabbath, and everybody was just completely blown away and stayed that way, like whoa. <laughs> <laughs> have Black Sabbath gone another direction and it kicks ass that's a great record oh love it love it love it love it Judas Priest with their latest the title track from Firepower brand new Judas Priest preceded that got to see them in Las Vegas at the Las Rages Festival a couple months ago enjoyed that set thoroughly the band just totally sounded awesome and uh, they even brought back uh, guitar player Glenn Tipton from the for the uh, for the uh, the encore songs, which was a surprise to a lot of us. We're not expecting that, and away he did. And he, he did the whole, I believe, the West Coast part of the tour. He came back and uh, and played the last three songs, which was nice. But that one right there is a great record. If you got a chance to go out and get the new Judas Priest record, if you are a fan like me. Of Judas Priest. That one is a really, really kick-ass record. And I just really, just a classic Priest sound. Rob Halford sounding amazing on the vocals. And right in style. But uh, good stuff. Firepower, the name of that record. Go get it. Joe Satriani started things out with Flying in a Blue Dream. I attempted to do a little talk up in the beginning of that song, but I think Joe's guitar kind of drowned me out a little bit, but the gist of it was one of my favorite songs for it, like especially like driving into the desert. You know, that's one of those just great songs. I'm not a motorcycle rider, but I would imagine if I was, that would be the song I would want to hear through my helmet phones if I'm cruising through a desert. You know, I'd do it as many times as possible listening, uh, listening to that one whenever I drive out to Las Vegas or something, you know. But just a great driving song from Joe Satriani, who incidentally, again, is going to be sitting in with Sammy Hagar and the guys at the big beach fest in Huntington Beach coming up in October in uh, Huntington Beach, California, which is going to be a blast. Uh, always a good time with Joe and Sammy and all the guys, you know. But uh, Joe Satriani is just such a good guy. I, uh, I've known him for quite a while. I've worked with him a few times and uh, just, just can't get any nicer. Plus... He and his buddy Steve Vai are from my town where I grew up in New York. How about that for a little junk man tidbit there for you, huh? Yes, I am the king of useless information. I've got all kinds of stuff, but then again, it's my show, so I can talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. And I hope you like it. So I guarantee I won't steer you wrong. I've been reading a book recently. Actually, I just finished it by a guy by the name of Danny Goldberg. And the book was called Bumping into Geniuses. Danny was the manager for Nirvana. He worked with Led Zeppelin back in the day and many, many other bands. And Bonnie Raitt, when she won all those Grammy Awards for the Nick of Time album. And it's just a really, really good read. And he was talking in the last chapter about working with Warren Zevon. And Warren Zevon, uh, for those that are or may not be familiar with, was one of just the classic 1970s writers uh, in the Southern California area, he wrote so many great songs, and it just he was a he was he was a poet. He really, really had a good good thing going on. He's a great musician. Um, just he was above and beyond a lot of people in the game. A lot of people remember him from his big hit "Werewolves of London" and a few other things. But it was interesting. He uh, 
found out that he had terminal cancer. And what instead of just like whining about it or whatever like that, he was very frank about it. And in the book, it really describes a lot of his thoughts and his feelings and things like that. And it, it really is a for a lot of people that are suffering through through diseases, especially ones as bad as cancer. It's a really good thing to just kind of keep your sense of humor about it. Um, my family did that when they were going through it and other things like that. And, and I, it just, if I was afflicted with something like that, I would, I would have to be frank with it about it too, not get uh, too whiny about it or anything like that. He was fine with it, you know, and he said, look, I just want to finish the last record. And he did. And he did a tour. His great friend David Letterman had him on the show which was an awesome interview. You can find it on YouTube. Look it up at uh, Warren Zevon's last appearance on the David Letterman Show where he had, David just really, uh, he supported Warren a lot and Warren filled in for Paul Schaefer on the, on the keyboards many times. And it just, uh, just a really, 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 really quality musician, wrote great stuff. And I'm really a big fan and always have been of him from, from the get-go when I first heard... Uh, the Excitable Boy album with Werewolves of London and all the rest of that, and I really got into this guy that, you know, came out with songs like Rolling the Headless Thompson Gunner. <laughs> That's a guy I gotta hear. <laughs> anyway, his last record, the one I was talking about that he, uh, before I, you know, went into all this, was uh, just something that he, uh, he wanted to have one last record, and that's, this is from that. And it's a really cool song because he got a lot of people to come in and decided that they wanted to sit in on it. And this one features him and Bruce Springsteen going at it. And it's a rocker. It's really cool. It's called Disorder in the House. And it's from The Wind, which was Warren's final record before he passed. And I hope you like it, man. It's a rocker. So let's get rocking, okay, with Warren Zevon. Disorder in the House right here on Junkman Radio. Falling down in pieces by the couch of pain Disorder in the house Time to duck and cover Helicopters hover over rough terrain Disorder in the house Reptile wisdom Zombies on the lawn Staggering And fame 
the last episode seems to be a shame. Only one hell out of myself. Disorder in the house. The doors are coming off the hinges. The earth will open and swallow up the real estate. I just got my paycheck. I'm gonna paint the whole town gray. Whether it's a night in Paris or a Fresno matinee, it's the home of the brave and the land of the free. Where the less you know, the better off you'll be.
me because you look so fine that I really want to make you mine. Because you look so fine that I really want to make you mine. I said you look so fine that I really want to make you mine. Four, five, six, come on and get your kicks. Now you don't need money with a face like that, do you? my girl Jugman Radio and Jet they were the band Jet are you gonna be my girl that's a hot little rocker in it that will fire you up just like the rest of that set right there my friends all right junk man here with junk band radio and uh Jet are you gonna be my girl before that Rod Stewart and faces with stay with me it, that is uh, '70s rock typified for me, man. That one just that one that one gets you out on the tiles, as Led Zeppelin would say. Rolling Stones and All Down the Line from uh, Exile on Main Street, my favorite Stones record. Receded that, and I started out with the rocker, the last rocker, in fact, from Warren Zevon, along with a little help from Bruce Springsteen on vocals and shredding guitar on that. Bruce just tearing it up on his Telecaster, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, a lot of people don't really know, but Bruce is a really, really good lead guitar player. You know, he, he doesn't do a lot of it in his band because he's got a little Steven Van Zandt and he's got, you know, um, what's his name? Nils Lofgren and other guys is kind of doing things. But Bruce is can shred. Just kicks ass. Been a fan of his for quite some time, as a lot of you are, I would hope, because he's awesome. All right, I'm going to, uh, what do you say? We haven't done a junk band six-pack uh, yet today, so I think I'm going to go uh, start one out today. My theme for today is cover songs. I'm going to pick out six cover tunes for you, and I think you're going to like them. So pop one open, you know, get that nice uh, drink of choice in your hand. I've got a, a can of one, as a matter of fact, right now. So I'm going to take a little sip off of that. And uh, get into this junk man six pack. So let's do it. All right. Started out with Mike Ness. Mike Ness, of course, uh, from Social Distortion and a cover of a Bob Dylan song. Check it out. It's Junk Man Radio. Sixer, dude.
Junk Man Radio wrapping up a Junk Man six-packer right there, baby. With some serious, serious, serious uh, rocking going on courtesy of... I don't know whether you've ever, ever heard that before or not, but I'm about to tell you who that's on the, uh, who's on that record, and it'll probably blow your mind. Uh, that is from a tribute to Van Halen called Unchained. That uh, is an all-star band, they like to call them. Featuring Jack Russell from Great White on the vocals. Dweezil Zappa on guitar. Uh, the, the awesome Marco Mendoza on the bass. And Eric Singer, drummer for Kiss, is drumming on that one right there. But that was out a number of years ago. And Unchained, the Van Halen cover of that. But uh, on a tribute to Van Halen, that particular uh, track was on. I like it. Just as... Uh, Pretty, you know, obviously the, the, the original is the one, but uh, that's a pretty nice cover. I like it. Very well, uh, very well done and really just uh, very true to the original, yet got a lot of personality going on there. Of course, my brother Jack, Captain Jack himself on the vocals. What a great voice. Man, still got it, too. His body's falling apart, but I tell you what, man, that guy can sing like a freaking bird, and he's always been able to do that. <laughs> Back in the day, he'd be a complete mess, but never, never, never missed a note when he put a microphone in front of him, man. So it's amazing. Uh, Joan Jett before that with Do You Want to Touch Me? Oh, yeah. That was uh, a Gary Glitter cover you know, of the Gary Glitter hit of the same name, Do You Want to Touch Me, from way back. Tesla from their Reel to Reel records. 
They came out with uh, a part one and a part two that I believe was from part one. And a cover of the James Gang's Walk Away, one of my favorite songs. Joe Walsh, of course, a member of uh, the James Gang and the singer and guitar player in that band. But uh, Tesla, ah, such a great band. Good guys and a killer cover of Walk Away. Smithereens, another band that I miss so much, even though I'll tell you about them in just a minute. I always have a nice little antidote about each and every band that I play, don't I? Smithereens and Time Won't Let Me, a hit for the Outsiders in the 60s. And that one was the theme song for the movie Time Cop with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Remember him? He's actually in the video that they made for that way back in the day. But, of course, the Smithereens lost their leader, singer, Pat Denisio this year. And, man, what a big loss in the rock community. I just I miss him. He's such a good guy. And was just, man, he's just responsible for so many cool songs and a great podcast that he had. He was helping a lot of newer bands and things like that. And he's just just an all-around good guy. But the Smithereens have decided that they're going to be doing some shows. And they've been playing with a variety of singers, including Marshall Crenshaw, who's one of my favorites. I really like Marshall Crenshaw a lot. And I would love to see him fronting that band on the tour and they've been touring around the east coast and doing some shows with him and uh, a few other singers they've got planned out so it's really cool that the guys in the smithereens including their original bass player mike masaros is back in the band so that's kind of cool but we all miss pat denisio and always will uh nrbq another one of my all-time favorite bands great live band if you ever got a chance to, to see nrbq in any version of them they were always just great and they're still around with a new version of them who just completely kick ass and they're playing all the time as they always did and a cover of johnny cash's get rhythm a killer cover from the 1975 i think or 76 record at yankee stadium NRBQ. Started things out with Mike Ness from Social Distortion and his version of the Bob Dylan song, Don't Think Twice, It's All Right. So, a six-pack of cover tunes over there. I hope you enjoyed them. Those are some of my favorites. And I got a whole bunch more to come. So, a whole bunch of just the coolest tunes in the world. That's what Junk Band Radio is all about. Give you a nice little anecdote about it. You know, I'm the guy that uh, likes to read the liner notes and likes to study stuff and just get in the know as much as I possibly can. So if you guys are geeks like me and you're into it, this is the show for you. So Still experimenting, man. I mean, we're on show number 12 here. So I can't believe it. We've, we've gone 12 shows so far here at uh, Dalton Studios in Anaheim, California. And it's, uh, it's really cool. I'm loving what, uh, what, we, what we got going on and uh, looking forward to a whole bunch more. All right, I'm going to go uh, another one of my favorite bands in the last 10 years or so that's come along. Man, they're just out of Long Beach, California, local guys. I can't stop talking about them. I love them. I'm talking about Rival Sons. And Rival Sons are up to about six records now. This is from their first EP. This is the first thing I heard from this band, and it blew my mind. I hope you like it. I know you do. This is Rival Sons with Get What's Coming. Right here on Junk Band Radio. Crank it.
You know what I'm talking about right there, right? Oh, yeah. Junkman Radio. Cranking it out, baby. That, my friends, is my buddy's Laidlaw. That's right, Laidlaw. L-A-L-A-I-D-L-A-W. Laidlaw. Band that just, uh, they don't exist anymore, but man, they were a great band, uh, featuring uh, a couple of my good friends, Buzzy and uh, and uh, the guys of Laidlaw. They just, they rocked. They opened up for uh, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top for a couple of years, and then they just kind of fell apart. And, um, man, put out two great records. 
And that was one of them right there. It's called the Five Knuckle Shuffle. <laughs> and girls, you'll be flicking your bean, if you know what I'm saying. There you go. Nice little... Uh... <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just a little something here. I like it. You figure it out yourself, okay? All right. Hey, I'm Junkman, delivering all the goods to you right here on Junkman Radio. Hope you're enjoying it. That uh, was preceded by John Mayo and All Your Love, featuring the great guitar work of one Eric Clapton. That was the first time from 1965, I do believe that was, or 66, something like that. But that was the first time that the words Clapton is God would appear around London. When that record came out, nobody had played the blues like that. A white guy, anyway, playing the blues like that. That guitar sound just kind of stirred things up. And Eric Clapton became a superstar from then on. Unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, from the quote-unquote Beano album, John Mayle and the Blues Breakers, with Eric Clapton on guitar. All your love. I miss loving. Greta Van Fleet with a killer cover. I was going to include that in my cover set, but I just and I, I was going to limit it to six, and just sometimes you just got more of them, and I had to play that one. That is a cover of the Sam Cooke song, uh, All A Change Is Gonna Come, which I love. And you should, too, because it's just a beautiful song. And that was covered by Greta Van Fleet. That's right, man. Greta Van Fleet covering Sam Cooke on their debut EP. And just a great version of A Change Gonna Come. That uh, Those Kiska boys can really play. They're amazing. And Rival Sun started things out with Get What's Coming. Mm. I like that idea. It's a good idea. Because you're going to get what's coming from me, whatever I decide to play. Because <laughs> I got a lot of good stuff here. All my music, too, by the way. This is all coming from Junkman's private collection. And I play it for you, and I hope you really, really like it. So, Man, I've been doing a lot of reflecting lately. Just, I don't know. It's just It's one of those things. People are dying, and anniversaries are being struck, and people are starting anew, and... People are being born and just, you know, I just keep, I've been looking behind me a little bit and reflecting and smiling and then looking ahead as opposed to the other way around lately. I don't know why. Just, you know, you go through times in your life where that just kind of happens, where you just kind of, you get sidetracked and you say, wow, remember when, or man, I loved when that happened. Man, that reminds me of one of those things, you know, and a lot of people spend their entire lives looking backwards. I don't. I spend most of it looking forward. But when I do look backwards, I try to look at the fond things that happen as opposed to the the not-so-fond things. And I think back to just good times in my life, and I hope you do the same. And music is definitely the way to do it, man, because, I mean, it's just it's so wonderful that we have something here that can immediately strike your mind into a frame of mind that you were at when the record came out, you know, like... Certain things I can go through, you know, I can listen to certain records. Like if I listen to the first Pretenders record, I think about walking around in Chelsea in New York City when that record came out. You know, it was one of those things. I think about the records that, that came out when I first moved to California. 
I think about the in in the early '80s, and I think about like the mid '80s and all the, you know, what all the hair bands did. I think about the '70s and all the all the things when I was in high school, and you know, that's just the way that it's it's supposed to be. It's it's almost like a timeline in terms of music, and I try to bring all of those to you right here at Junk Band Radio, and I hope you're understanding and getting what I'm talking about. So, I'm just kind of scrolling through my through my list and saying, hey, let's try that one. Hey, let's give you this one. And uh, let's give you a little uh, something to think about right here. So, you know, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to think about all kinds of just, you know, music that's going to stir a little thought into your brain is what I'm, where I'm going with it. So why don't we just do that here? Okay? Sound good to you? Yeah, I like that. Sometimes you forget. <laughs> The older that you get sometimes, you just don't remember, you know? I, uh, I've i had those kinds of days, and I'm sure you have too, where it just all of a sudden it's, why don't I remember that? Hmm, I don't know. Um, maybe because, like, the brain might be disintegrating, or maybe you've had too much to drink, or maybe you've got too much on your mind to remember what you wanted to remember. You know, I still remember the day that I found my newspaper in the freezer. <laughs> We've all lost our keys at one time or another and find them right where we left them. <laughs> but hey, that's just uh that's just the way that it goes sometimes, you know. You have to uh you have to just kind of laugh about it and decide where um where you're going to go after that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a song about that too. This is what I was looking for. Okay, uh, Nick Lowe is one of my favorites, and he's got a great song about getting older and just not taking care of himself. And it's called "Lately I've Let Things Slide," and it's a cool tune that I really want to turn you on to. If you haven't heard it, well, you're about to. So get into this. Listen to what uh, Nick is talking about. Nick is just such a great songwriter and deliverer of other songs he's just amazing but you're gonna like this one it's about getting old so lately i've let things slide from the convincer record this is nick lowe on junk band radio with a growing sense of dread and a hammer in my head fully clothed upon the bed I wake up to the world that lately I've been living in There's a cut upon my brow, must have banged myself somehow But I can't remember now And the front door's open wide, lately I've let things slide Go to the bin, I throw the laundry in and pick out the cleanest shirt. Then I tell myself again, I don't really hurt. Smoking, I once quit, now I got one lit, I just fell back into it. My pride lately I've let things slide. Mm-hmm. 
much take away I brought home the other day Has quite a lot to say The evidence is clear On every side Piled high and wide About how lately I Let things slide I'm just about holding on But lately I've let things slide
hard just like a pool wheel. Cause I wasn't taking no lip from the night before. And they shook out the streets as the stew bums showed up like bounce checks. Rubbing their necks in the sky during the color of Pepto Bismol. Yeah, and the parking lots growled. My old sport coat full of promissory notes and a receipt from a late night motel. The hawk had his whole family out there in the wind. And he got a message for you to beware. Kicking your ass in in a cold-blooded fashion. Dishing out more than a good man could bear. I'm doing out of 
Junkman Radio, me being Junkman, and uh, that is wrapping up a set of some of my favorite uh, contemporary songwriters. Um, actually, you know, some of them go back a little bit, but some of them are kind of, you know, still at it and doing fun things like that. Some of them aren't around anymore, but uh, that was Paul Westerberg. You know him as the leader from The Replacements. And from a great record from the early 90s called 14 Songs. That song was called Dice Behind Your Shades. Think about that for a little bit. All right. Dice Behind Your Shades. All right, cool. Take that in a lot of different ways, where Paul was going with that particular song. But, man, it was just such a great record. Uh, A lot of really, really good songs in that one. And I just kind of thought I'd play a semi-mellow one because it's got some rocking stuff on there. He's got some very, very reflective songs on that particular record. And he's such a good songwriter and a great performer, too. And, uh, of course, The Replacements. Man, come on. Great band. So awesome. They actually got back together a couple of years ago and did a a short tour that didn't really last very long. But... uh, in the meantime, they were just kicking ass. But anyway, I love the replacements. Good stuff. Um, Tom Waits. <laughs> what else can you say about Tom Waits in absolute brilliance? Uh, from my favorite part of Tom's career when he had his jazz band and the Nighthawks of the Diner record, I love. And that one, of course, the classic from Nighthawks of Diner called Spare Parts, Part 1, A Nocturnal Emission. I will never forget those... Uh, his term for cold. It's cold out there. Colder, colder than a gutshot wolf bitch. Pulling number four trap up a hill in a snowstorm with nine sucking pups and a mouthful of porcupine quills. You just can't make that stuff up if you don't have talent, my friends. That is something, you know? Hell, it was something just to remember. <laughs> but I hope you enjoyed that from Tom Waits, Spare Parts, Part 1. Part two is pretty cool, too. Maybe I'll play that sometime, too. It's a great ending song, but, uh, hey, I played part one. Leon Russell, another fave who uh, unfortunately passed away last year, and Tightrope. I used to sing that song as I would deliver newspapers when I was a kid when that song was a, re- was a hit in around 1973, 74, something like that. I don't even remember. But I just remember freezing my ass off and singing that song. It kept me going. <laughs> When my feet were wet and I was cold. And I always loved it. I have an autographed album that Leon signed for me at the time that I met him. And uh, just a really, really good guy. 
and we miss him. Just a great songwriter and performer and did everything. He played keyboards on so many records. He was on so many TV shows back in the day, too, like Shindig and he was in the house band and all that stuff, you know? He just he was just an amazing guy. Um, Nick Lowe started things out. Nick, again, another one of my faves, too, and that one I told you all about earlier. That was called Lately I've Let Things Slide, about, things, about getting older, which is going to happen to all of us, you know? Just got to kind of keep an eye on things while you can. I'm going to keep my eye on uh, the road right now because I'm going to hit the road, okay? Uh, this comes to a, the conclusion of Junk Band Radio volume number or episode number 12, but I'll be back with episode number 13, so be prepared for that. I hope you guys like what you're listening to. If so, drop me a line. Let me know. You know, you can find me. But it's always here at uh, Doll Hut Studios in Anaheim, California, a great place for recording and broadcasting and rehearsing and fun things like that, conveniently located directly across the street from the 5 Freeway here in beautiful Anaheim, California. All right, I'm going to hit the road and uh, leave you with uh, another one of my favorite bands, man. (laughs) That's what I do. I play you my favorite stuff. One of my favorite live performers were the Beat Farmers and from San Diego, and they were awesome. And I miss them very much, even though uh, sometimes they, they play as the farmers, the surviving member. One, at least one or two of the surviving members do. But uh, this one's called Riding. That's exactly what I'm going to do. From Pursuit of Happiness is the Beat Farmers. Junkman saying sayonara. And I'll see you later. Okie dokie. It's Junkman Radio.
Jump. 